So in my experience of being a dating coach for the past 10 years of my life, one of the main areas where I see people needing a shift is how influenced they are by a woman's beauty. So I would go as far as to say that the more influenced you are or we are by a woman's beauty, the more unattractive you become to her. And the reason for that is because you start to exhibit desperate and try-hard behaviours and unattractive behaviours because you're putting someone on a pedestal. And as soon as you do that, what you're really saying is you're wonderful and you're great and I'm nothing to you. And if you can imagine a similar situation, if a girl does that to you, it's a very big turnoff. So one of the things that we used to do was to just practice eye contact within groups so that you're you're not influenced to look away from your group. But this is sort of an on-the-nose way of dealing with it, and it does help. Like if you can just pay attention to your group and not look elsewhere, women notice these things because most guys around attractive women are like turning around and staring at them. If you're the guy that's not doing that, then you're more attractive. After some reflection and many different times trying this in my own meditative practices, I've come across a way of dealing with this issue. And the only way in which I found to cure yourself of this is to become less attracted to women. Now, if you think about it, the more attracted you are, the more desperate and try-hard you become. So if we can break that conditioning, if we can break that way of looking at the world where we are currently putting women on a pedestal, we'd be liberated and we would feel free to act more rationally and to make better decisions rather than being caught up in the emotions attached to being attracted to someone. So the meditative practice I'm going to teach you is quite surreal. It's probably the opposite of what you think you should be doing. And in my experience, just give it a try. I think with this type of practice, if you're someone that judges this as either right or wrong, you're going to miss the understanding. So what the ego does, the ego will tell you whether it's right or wrong. Whereas actually to get true understanding, you just need to try it. I wish I could just make you feel the way that I feel from doing this practice, but I can't. So the way in which we have to do this is you have to try it for proper understanding. And when you try it, you will feel the same way that I feel under my guidance doing it. And it's a wonderful meditation and it will allow you to realize how conditioned you are towards women in your life and what you can do to start breaking the associations and just reclaiming your life and not being so um, easily distracted. So for example, if you're someone who every time an attractive girl walks past, doesn't matter where you are, you stop and you stare. Or if you're someone that watches a lot of pornography online, then this meditative practice will really help you because it's going to allow you to live through your karma. So what do I mean by that? Well, most of the education on this area actually teaches you to repress your sexual feelings and they will tell you to distract yourself, not to watch pornography, to do all of these different things. There's a big movement online called NoFap as well, where um, it's linked to not watching pornography for 30 days and, and just 
being um, in the moment more and not as influenced. Now, for me, that's repression. And if you look at tantra practices, which is kind of the middle ground. So you have repression, which is here, which is when you stop yourself and you push these feelings down. Then you have the liberation period here, which is too much sex, too much partying, too much everything. And then with regards to being attracted, you have the middle ground, which is called Tantra. And in the in the West, we've kind of lost the meaning of that. I think people have picked up the word. It's, it's this Indian word that most people know nothing about. And they write books on how it's you know sexually liberating. And they go too far. They don't really understand what the meaning of Tantra is. And I think to understand something, we have to understand the history of it. So the history of Tantra actually came from Buddha's great-grandson. And he tried the meditative practices that Buddha would teach. And he found himself not being able to enter Nirvana. He couldn't get to the same emotional security and well-being as what Buddha did. And he had a dream that he would meet a lady in the market and she would be a arrow maker. And the next day or the same day he went to the market and there she was. And essentially she liberated him sexually and he found Nirvana through the practice of sex with the arrow maker. Now the arrow is an interesting one because Buddha would often describe the human condition like we've been shot with an arrow. And rather than dealing with the immediate problem, we want to know who shot the arrow, why they shot it, what weapon they used. So he believed that actually we wanted to deal with the, the here and now as opposed to what we do in the West, which is to just ask all these questions. So the bow is interesting because a bow maker is obviously a healer. So Saraha was Buddha's great-grandson who fell into this spell of a woman and became liberated sexually. And then he formed Tantra, which was his way of reaching Nirvana. And it's been taught ever since then. But it's just so we're clear, it's not this free love, you know, over-the-top sexuality. It's basically realizing that the central point, the life energy, you see this in Taoism, the life energy in the middle is the middle point. And your sexual urges are energy that you can transmute and use in your life. They're not something that you want to suppress. Suppression is not going to put you in a, in a good frame of mind. And it's just going to, you know, they're going to bubble up and then you're going to crave that elsewhere, such as craving money and craving power, as opposed to actually just using your life energy for a better purpose. So I think the best thing to do now is to, for me to just go through this meditative practice so you actually understand what I'm talking about. So if this hasn't resonated with you and there's an error of judgment, um, then this practice won't be for you. But if you'd like to understand exactly what I mean, then this is going to be life-changing for you if you follow the procedure. So essentially, just wait for the... Uh, the noise. Yeah, so essentially what you're looking at doing here is closing your eyes and then rather than repressing your sexual urges, what I want you to do is to bring them to the forefront of your imagination. So what part of a lady or a woman are you drawn to? And when you bring up whichever part of the lady you're drawn to, I just want you to sit with that feeling 
And obviously there'll be an emotional attachment to it somewhere in your body because you'll be sexually excited by the part of the lady that you're fantasizing about. Now, what the West teach you to do is to repress that and, and, and to not do it. And you're really missing a trick here. So if you bring, bring that feeling up in your body, and then I just want you to sit with it, close your eyes and just sit with it. So bring up your biggest fantasy or whichever part of a woman you're most drawn to. And I want you to bring it close to you. So close, like bring that emotional attachment as close to you as you can, right? Feel like you are there in that moment. And then I want you to pause. So you've got a screen and it's paused right in front of you. Now, what I want you to do is to just breathe. Try and calm your nervous system. Nasal breathing. Calm down. Okay. The more you calm your nervous system, the more you're going to break that association. So you can do this for five minutes till you do this for three hours. Okay. The longer you do this for, eventually that picture that's vibrant will eventually turn dark and dull and you'll be less interested. When you do that, you break that association. And when you do that, you become liberated. So what I want you to do is to bring it up. Another thing that you can do is go through the cycles of life. So you can imagine whatever your fantasy is. And I want you to go through the cycle of imagining it happening 10,000 times really quickly, happening again and again and again, whatever your fantasy is, again and again and again and again and again. The more that you can live through that karma or that part of your life. By the way, the word karma is means unfinished. So if you are having these sexual urges, they're basically unfinished. Your karma wants you to finish them before you can see what's behind the next step. So what you want to do is picture the cycle of whatever that fantasy is, hundreds and thousands of times, really quickly, any different scenario you want. And what happens is the more you do that, the more you become accustomed to it. It's kind of like living it out in the real world that many times. The more you do it, the more relaxed you become. Eventually, when you go through that cycle enough times, you're nervous system's calm and you can relax. (laughs) And when you can relax, what happens is you're no longer influenced by that aspect anymore. And again, this isn't something that just magically happens in one session. This is the practice that you can go away and do. You may have to do it for three months, six months or a year. Although one session like we're doing now, you can begin to see how that intensity in your life can just be calmed down. And here's what happens. When you start breaking that attachment, you feel calmer you feel more at ease and you chase less because you are not going into the emotional attachment like you used to. So you're no longer, you see this attractive girl, you're no longer chasing after her because you're calm. The calmer you are, the more you will draw things into your life. Like the mandala, you want to be in the center, the calm in the storm here. You want to be centered. You don't want to chase anything. There's arrows in this mandala that point towards the center. That's you. That's where you are. So you are in the center and there's pointing towards you and you want to be chasing less and less. You want to get rid of those emotional attachments. And in my experience, as I've alluded to at the beginning of this episode, the more that you are unattracted to women, the more attractive you become because that emotional intensity goes down. So in a nutshell, the more you practice this, the more you live through these areas of karma in your life, the more you will find that you become more attractive to women. The more random situations happen where women will come and speak to you or when you speak to them, they're more receptive to you because you don't have that pent up emotional attachment to the result that you want because you've had it in your mind 
enough times. So understand this is probably a fascinating um, meditation practice for you guys watching. And I'll be very keen to know your experiences if you actually went through this practice or, or tried it afterwards, where you can just leave a comment and tell me how you've got on with this practice and what a difference it's made. Or perhaps try it every day for a week and then comment. By all means, you can ask me any questions. And if you'd really like help with this, um, for me as a you know professional dating coach, this type of practice is going to give you a lot better results than the surface level communication skills that you can learn. Granted, we all need to learn communication skills and they help tremendously. They're the 30% shift. But if you want a deep shift, you're looking at the 70%. This is where the magic happens. This is behind the scenes where you can really change this area of your life. So if you'd like help with that on a one-to-one -one basis with me, then you'll find a link in the description where you can book a consultation call. And for me personally, um, this kind of practice, this kind of meditation is one of the most authentic things that you can do in your life. And you shouldn't shy away from it. You should be expressing who you are as a person and just getting closer to the real you and just living out those aspects of your life in a way that's going to make you a more powerful human being.